Good morning, and welcome to a very special episode of Crime Over Coffee. We're your hosts. I'm Abby. I'm your editor, Bryce. And I'm Erica. This is a special episode because we are celebrating our one-year anniversary of having our podcast. So pour yourself the strongest, most delicious cup of joe, and let's dive in. The date was August 8th, 2019. A group of three friends came together. Uh, we're friends? A group of three acquaintances came together. Um... A group of three people came together and forged Crime Over Coffee and launched their first episode about Bryce Lespiza, which happens to be Erica's favorite, right, Erica? Yeah, that is actually my favorite episode, and we released it as our first one because I was so passionate about it, and I still am. Needless to say, it was a little rough, because we were all beginners. It was a little rough. Fun fact for all of you guys, I know some close friends and family members know this, but our editor Bryce had to slow it down because I was talking so fast. Yeah, that's right. That That was our first issue that we had. When we were recording our first episodes, everyone talked so fast. It was like... We would, did we start with writing scripts or how did we do it? Yes. So we started with writing full on scripts and realized that was probably not the best way to go because we were either speed talking or reading it and it sounded awful. Not to mention that Erica and I both talk really fast normally. So it just was not a good combo. Well, it was a combination of having a script written Erica naturally being a pretty fast reader and just kind of already knowing the material. She would just kind of rattle it off. And I remember I ended up slowing it down like five, maybe 10% to make it sound normal. I don't even know if most people know that now. I kind of forgot, but I wonder if you can tell. I remember when you first sent it to me and I texted you and I was like, Bryce, why did you put this in fast forward mode? And he's like, I did it. That's how fast you were talking. But it was, it was literally like, Russell Caesar was born in California. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Bryce, something's wrong with blah, the audio. Bryce is missing help. It also took us like six hours to record. Yeah, <laughs> it took so, so long. So that's the best part of our little flashback today is that we, I remember we would take between five, six, sometimes upwards of seven hours between all of the sitting down and recording and doing different takes and realizing that we messed up a whole section and have to move a section around and then like to finally get that into the stages of editing it was honestly it was probably the number one thing that made us wonder like is this gonna work long term and nowadays during our good days we have it down to i don't know you guys do a lot of the recordings yourself now what would you say it's down to for each episode i would say for most of the full episodes it probably takes hour and a half to two hours um unless it's one of our bad days where we cannot focus and we go off a lot on a tangent and it takes a little bit longer but definitely not five six seven hours anymore it was crazy and our minis are nice they only take like 30 minutes to record we can typically get through a mini the first round it's our full episodes that we need more time with or we go on our little rants or it takes a while to continue to rein us in to actually accomplish anything yeah so do you do you have a date set for that when you're going to redo it yeah the redo episode of that is actually going to release this thursday august 13th 
if you guys want to check that out. And then you can, we're going to keep our original one up so you guys can kind of compare that to the new one. I did all new research for it. I started over from scratch just to make sure that it was kind of a brand new thing based on my podcasting research skills or your experience, experience, whatever you want to call it. I don't know if it's a skill, but it, it exists. So ideally our goal would be that our podcast gets more and more popular. So it could be that in a certain amount of time, most of our listeners have heard the new one and that's kind of the new standard for it. But yeah, just to kind of see how, how far we've come, how much better we are at it. And just because we kind of just want to make the flow of that one a little better, just because it did kind of jump around and it was just a little rough. So we may end up revisiting even more episodes as we go along. Some of the older ones that we feel like eh, that one's a little rough too, we might redo them too. A couple things about our podcast and where we're at now, a year into it. We have now surpassed 80,000 plays. That's a lot. It's hard to kind of put that in perspective, but I'm sure a lot of them are like the same people listening to different episodes. Just to think that over 80,000 individual times, somebody was interested enough in our podcast to play an episode. And listening to our voices for that episode. <laughs> no kidding. Thank y'all. What are some other stats we have right now? How, how, how does it kind of break down monthly and weekly? So we're averaging about 12,000 plays a month or about 2,300 per week. Those are kind of our better weeks probably, I would say then. Yeah, it definitely depends on the episodes. Some of them are more popular, obviously, ones that everybody's heard of, like Ted Bundy would be more popular than some of the less known cases. Mm -hmm. We also have about 200 followers on Instagram, about 450 likes on Facebook, and we also have a Twitter. Erica, I think you've been single-handedly handling that one. Uh... I would like to apologize to anybody that follows us on Twitter. So I do all the social media posts for Instagram and Facebook, and I'm going to be 100% honest. I definitely slack on Twitter. I think Twitter was more of like the occasional dialoguing thing of like finding people on different true crime posts that are kind of trending just to get some dialogue going. We don't really put a whole lot of our actual content there. Yeah, if you want to see our content, definitely look on Instagram and Facebook. I do for some of our bigger episodes, like when we did four parts of Ted Bundy, kind of just saying that they were out just to try to kind of get our name out there. Because I know that Twitter is a big one that people are on and that things can spread and go viral fast. But typically our main posts with all the photos for each episode, Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, and social media is pretty much a good way to get kind of a quick preview of the episode that just released. So all of our episodes typically upload at some point in the morning on Thursdays and and Mondays. So if you wake up and see a new post on your social media, you'll get some picture previews or even video previews or just kind of a quick description of what that episode was just to kind of give you an idea. We have talked about and kind of been mulling around the idea of doing a TikTok because I know that TikTok's a huge social media outlet right now. So if you guys have TikTok, Keep an eye out for a possible Crime Over Coffee podcast page. I don't know how I feel about it yet, but <laughs> we might try it. I just feel like it's a good way to get our name out there. At the very least. And so we can get our name out there. We can get the episodes more public acknowledgement so that some of the smaller cases that we're covering can be actually heard by people. Yeah, and lately we've been putting up sort of additions to some of our episodes if someone in the local area has recently gone missing and we're helping put out whether it's an amber alert or you know whatever it might be 
some of the times by the time that actually airs on that upcoming Thursday or Monday, they've already been found, thankfully. But we do still, if we hear about it, we'll put it out there. So if you know one in your area that you want us to put out there, feel free to send it in. That usually goes in on our minis. So this last part that we're going to do is a little guessing game. I pulled up our top 10 episodes that have pulled in the most amount of plays since the birth of the podcast. And all the top 10 have over a thousand plays, which is pretty cool. The mystery has been solved. Here at Crime Over Coffee, our go-to caffeinated beverage for every episode is Fire Department Coffee. And you can get some as well and save 15% with our exclusive coupon code CRIMEPOD15. Owned and operated by firefighters and veterans, 10% of all their proceeds go directly to helping sick and injured first responders. And with an incredible range of flavors and caffeine strength, it's a company that all of us can easily support. So please go to firedeptcoffee.com and use our coupon code CRIMEPOD15 to support us, support them, help first responders, and get some incredibly tasty coffee along the way. So we'll start with number 10. Abby, no peeking. I see you peeking. You guys want to guess all of these or you want me to just start listing them? Well, I think we could probably give a couple guesses of which ones are in the top 10 and then maybe you could just let us know. Yeah, which ones do you feel like are the most popular? I definitely think that our pretty well-known ones are up there, so probably John Bidet. That one's in the top 10. I think that the Bryce Laspisa and the Karen Waltz, the first two that we covered, are up in our top 10. Yes. The fourth one, Yuba County, might be up there as well. That's in the top 10 as well. And I'm thinking maybe mm, John Wayne Gacy. Is he up there? Yes. You're missing What else two have we that, covered? <laughs> you're missing two that kind of go hand oh, in hand. Delphi. I got it. I got it. I got it. I want to go. Delphi's not in the top 10? No, it is, but I know what he's talking about. Are you talking about Israel and Lauren? Yes. I don't see Delphi, though. I don't think Delphi's in top it's 10. Abby. Are you sure? Abigail. Abby and Libby? Yes. I was going to say, Delphi has to be in the top 10. Everyone I talk to always says, hey, have you covered the Delphi one? I'm like, yes. Okay, so there are two left. That was eight. Why don't you just tell us them? Osborne family? They were number eight. And Velisca Axe Murders was number 10. So, yeah, in order of highest to lowest, top one was John Bonet Ramsey. Bryce Laspisa. You'll be happy to know that, Erica. I am, but I'm also sad because it's so bad. Yeah. Um, we've now reached about 2,000 people that have listened to that one. Israel Keys is number three, followed by Lauren Spear, which kind of makes sense. And then the Delphi Murders, Karen Waltz, Yuba County Five, Osborne. John Wayne Gacy, and then Belisca. So those are our top 10. I feel like some of our other ones are getting pretty close, like Ted Mundy. I think part one of him is getting up there pretty quickly. Assassination of John F. Kennedy. I think the first one or two is starting to get up there. Another reminder that we do have various merchandise um, that we get in stock every now and then. We've been getting our shirts in bulk, so we'll announce when we're taking orders for those. However, we do have a pretty consistent supply of mugs. I think right now we do have some on hand. And we don't have our store quite set up for that online. So if you do want one, just send a message to any of our social media platforms or send an email to crimeovercoffeepod at outlook.com. So that about wraps up this bonus episode of our one-year anniversary for Crime Over Coffee. Do either of you have any last words before we embark on year two of the podcast? Yeah, I just want to say thank you all for all the support and your listens and views and giving us ideas for new episodes. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you to everyone who has spent time listening to our episodes and has given us feedback because we absolutely love all the feedback. 
Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Crime Over Coffee. You can find us on Instagram at Crime Over Coffee or on Facebook at Crime Over Coffee Podcast, where all of our photo and video content for each episode can be found. You can also email us your thoughts and case suggestions at crimeovercoffeepod at outlook.com. Also, all of our sources can be found in the show notes of each episode. If you would like, you can support us by going to anchor.fm slash crimeovercoffee. Donations are greatly appreciated and assist in making the podcast possible. Other ways to support us include recommending us to friends and family, giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and subscribing to us on your favorite podcast listening medium. So again, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. 